9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. On this week's episode, we are proud to welcome James Twiggy McGee. You might know James McGee from the improv scene. You might know uh, Twiggy from the independent wrestling scene. Uh, this guy is all over the place. We realize it's been like three years since we've had him on the show, so we wanted to catch up. So that's exactly what we did. We talk about improv. We talk about wrestling. We talk about the fact that this Sunday, this coming Sunday, 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 at Fofuna Electric, none other than the Dark Order's Evil Uno will be wrestling back at Battle War, which is, you know, crazy and fun uh, to be to begin with and uh you know you know us we uh, just shoot the shit and talk about a bunch of other stuff too uh sit back relax enjoy the show and go plug yourself go plug yourself you plug another plugger go plug yourself you plug another plugger go plug yourself It is now. Okay. Uh, a late night recording. I just not past my bedtime. By our standards, yeah, you're a dad. Is it, it can't be past your bedtime. No, I'm usually I'm, still w- rocking the baby to sleep at this time. Yeah, I was also gonna say I was like, you're you're between day jobs at the moment, and yep. I, f- I feel that when I'm when I'm unemployed or or just on like a long stretch of vacation, I was like, oh yeah, I don't go to bed till like one two three o'clock in the morning uh, that's a very childless thing to say absolutely sure but um, but you can justify it even as a dad to be like oh baby was crying a little bit so i had to yeah. hold him and watch this movie <laughs> that's you know what it's not it's not bad <laughs> my kid sleeps so it feels bad but you know i have to talk to other parents who are like i haven't slept in four days and i have to be like oh same oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. But well we were i was reading uh the comic do a power bomb um, the, the name of the comic is Do a Power Do Bomb. Do a Power Bomb. Yeah, 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 that's it. It's a I can't remember the creator of it, but it's great. It's a great comic where it's just sort of like a a weird like demon from another reality is choosing wrestling champions from like all multiple realities, and apparently like Earth, our reality is one of the only realities where wrestling's a work. Okay, like in other, other uh, in other like dimensions, it's all it's all style? it's all legit fighting style. I love that. And and so they like they, they they pull in like the the two champions from Earth, and then they're like, wait a second, this is real. It's a, it's a great comic. But anyway, the creator of it, when I was reading the about and how he wrote during COVID, he was like, I had an, a little baby, and the little baby didn't sleep. And my friends were like, you should get back into wrestling. And he they were like, well, what's going on? And it was to talk. But what we were talking about before it was the G1. And they were like, yeah. well, guess what? It's infinite wrestling in Japan. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> thanks to the G1. And he was like, so I just like blasted through the whatever it was like the the 2021 g1 or whatever it was and he was just like i was just all hours of the night if i was missing a match i would catch up when the baby was keeping me awake and whatever he was like and he was like i was like wrestling's amazing uh is it it though (laughs) (laughs) is it amazing (laughs) (laughs) it's it's something. Uh, that's the voice of local wrestling promoter, James. Yeah, local <laughs> local wrestling guy and enthusiast. Yeah. Is it amazing? Is it is it amazing? I run a monthly show out of Fofun Electric. I think ours are amazing. There you go. For sure. If I were to do any advertisement for wrestling, it certainly would be for my own little <laughs> outfit. That's absolutely true. I, th- th- I think the whole, it's, I mean, I know he is 
you can shit on it, but the whole Max, uh, what's his name? Is it Max Landis? Is that the one? The guy who did the wrestling isn't wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. And like that's since been canceled. Really. He's, he's been yeah, he has been canceled. Yeah, I'm yeah, not familiar it. with this. Yeah, he he basically ran through uh he ran through like a reenactment of say like Daniel Bryan's overall career to that like moment at WrestleMania 30 and was like wrestling is dumb a lot of the times but like when it's good you get to have this weird like decade long like through line of someone's career we see it with our our boys Sammy and Kevin sure like where you're just sort of like when it's good you're like oh I'm watching this this 25 year old old storyline that keeps kind of progressing it's not always the main story but like it comes in so like it's is wrestling like great? The, I agree. Not always. Like, it's like the age old, like, this is like, hey, when it's good, it's really good. When it's bad, it's awful. But it's like, yeah. that's like literally everything. I mean, I don't True, think. But I don't the, think. The ratios are skewed because every time my parents walk in the room, it's the worst of the bad. That like, always happens to be the case, right? When you want to show someone something, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you'll really love yeah. this. And then someone's giving birth to a hand and you're like, yeah. I can explain it. You know what? Sense. Here's the thing. We were talking about Katie Vick off air. Oh, God. I yeah. still remember the birth of a hand. And I think that those events were going to happen in that pocket of time because the late 90s into the 2000s, <laughs> We're the Wild West across the board. Absolutely. Like, the biggest bands are, like, Limp Biscuit and stuff like that. And Corn, if you, yeah. yeah, if you look at anything through today's lens, what like, I'm sure people in the 80s looked at, like, wrestling from the 60s and they're like, this is the most boring, yeah. <laughs> painful thing ever. And now, like, I grew up watching wrestling in the late 80s and the 90s, and I have affinity for that. And I still sometimes, I wish that it would look like that. And then I'll go back and watch, like, Survivor Series 87, I'm like, Wow, this five versus five match is never ending. Yeah, yeah no, there's yeah, there's absolute dog shit everywhere in wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> and like how many things hold up across the board? What's wild to me is that I, f- I, I, I feel that like wrestling always makes the mistake of going quantity over quality. Sure, right? Like I was like I was like when AEW started, I was like I'm down once a week, two hours a week. Always gonna be your A plus shit, yeah. and then like within the span of like two years, you're like, well, we have six hours of AEW right. content, and you're like, but well, is all, it all gonna be good? But no, of course it can't be, right? But a lot of it is out of their control. If you if you have a network that believes in you and wants to fucking give you a ton of money and says we need an extra hour here, make two another hours here, show, please. Yeah, what are they gonna say? Yeah. No, we're good, bro. You get you're in a position I guess, I guess, where you. Yeah, but I there's an audience that will like all indulge all of it. For like, sure. Talk about someone who's like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the entire G1. Like I'd want to be paid. <laughs> to do that, exactly like the it. like, I love wrestling, but the amount of wrestling I watch on a weekly basis probably comes out to less than an hour. I'll mm-hmm. try to keep up on what's happening, but at a certain point, it's like I've been watching wrestling. Like, my, if anything big's happening, my someone entire will let me life. Know. <laughs> but like a lot of times, it's like oh, I want to watch this promo. If someone's like, ah, oh, there was a great match with Ricochet, I'd be like, oh, no thanks. Like I've seen enough great matches. Yeah, like, I, I, I want I want to watch promos. Like to me, I have that exact same. An thing ideal where, episode yeah. of Raw would be like an hour of promos with like one match, maybe a squash. And can, <laughs> can you explain why that is? What is about the promos that you're looking for that you're not finding the enjoyment in the matches? It's what the story. The promo I just is really the story. Want it's, the story. The, it's the reason why you can kind of like you can sort of shut off a Marvel movie in Act Three. You know, where you're just sort of like shots that fired is, to the Marvel insane. I'm gonna fight you right now. What are you talking <laughs> I'm about? I'm just saying, but like it's it's you know, like once you're like, Okay, all of the storytelling has happened, the the pieces are there, get ready for a twenty to thirty minute special effects set piece. It will be visually stimulating and all that stuff, but I'm like, Do I need it for the story? I bet you the well, good guys I, I, win. I, I no, think no, 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 sure, but that's the result, but you're not talking about 
Don't you think there's any story beats that occur during the fight? Don't you Sometimes. Think I, th- I, think so, I think some wrestlers are far better at it than sure. others. And then it all just... Like, it's all good. This is the thing. Yeah. There's no bad wrestlers anymore. If we were to, like, turn on, like, an episode of superstars from oh, 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, in today's main bodybuilders it's, it's Tugboat versus the Barbarian. Yeah. We'd be like, <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll give each other a couple clubs, but we'd be like watching this. Are because we Giant was, Gonzalez didn't have a solid work rate? Uh, Giant Gonzalez is one of the all-time worst, <laughs> but we remember him. Like, Giant Gonzalez will probably go down That's as a more outfit, memorable though. wrestler yeah. than, like, any, like, everyone is so good right now. Yeah that it's almost impossible to tell, like, who's great and who isn't anymore. And, of course, it's subjective. Like, who you would say is great, I'd be like, mm, they're fine. And I right. would say is great. Keith, you might say, nah, they're fine. Well, we have that thing with AEW right now where you're just sort of like, all of AEW's... It's all great. Like, bell-to-bell matches. It's all great. It's fantastic. But I've never sat down and watched a full episode. Like, I try to watch the pay-per-views. I'm like, it's just like another main event. And every match is like 35 minutes. And if you like that, that's awesome. Yeah, they're long. But for me, it's like, I'd like card that's kind of paced out a little mm-hmm. bit more and we we're talking off air i think that both like AEW and wwe suffer from like the opposite ends of yeah. the spectrum problem where like i love roman reigns i think he's incredible i think he's one of the best of chris, all time chris, chris, already chris vendito is not here but he would be agreeing with you he'd be singing yeah. his praises he makes he makes me as a consumer who's watched more wrestling than anyone really needs to watch i'm like i gotta turn it on all the roman reigns segments are Watchable, right? Oh, like, yeah. They're, they're all, you're all, you're all like, what the, what the? It's because you're watching the same thing twelve times. Sure, but I'm just saying. But you're he, watching the same thing twelve times. If so, if you one is watchable and you go, this is good, they're just reinforcing the same thing over and over again. If I'm turning something on and I want to watch it, I want to sit down with my wife. We turn it on. If the first eight minutes are him walking to the fucking ring laboriously, just, I Whoa. love, I love his entrance. And here, <laughs> yeah, here's me about this. He captures my like. I was, I was sitting a front row, like a house show. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was walking down the – it was, like, right in the middle of his run. And I was sitting there. And I already was a fan. I was like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I just get it. And it might be just because I, I, I might be looking at it from a different perspective as <laughs> yeah. someone who's been – like, I know some of the secrets of wrestling. Of course, I've never been to WWE, but I'm watching this guy. It's like, if you can sucker me, mm-hmm. then it all makes sense. Like, you think about, like, The Undertaker. His entrance was part of the show. WWE is like when they say, "Oh, why don't they call it wrestling?" It's not wrestling anymore. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's greater than like the sum. I mean, of its you know, parts. You're like you're like you, some of the biggest pops of all time are just literally a, bla- a blackout and a gum. You know what I remember from like that <laughs> one night stand, the Sandman's entrance. Yeah, like, to me, that's He's all part of the, the show. Where he busted himself yeah. over, yeah. smashing a beer it's can. It's all part of the show. So like Roman coming out and taking his time. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, I can't wait for this match. Like at Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. with him and Sammy. They had the audience where they wanted them. They didn't even touch. Mm-hmm. To me, that's wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's just theater. Like I look at wrestling and theater. They're they're one and the same. Yeah. Now, like – We talked about this before. Is like, of course, yeah. we're talking obviously a lot about wrestling, but and, you also are an improviser. But like you bring no, a lot of – No one's wrong. That yeah. can be the great thing about wrestling well, is just, like yeah. if someone were to say like, you know, you, you know, pick like – Roman, or you got to get rid of all these other guys. Like, let's say like Ricochet, Johnny Carcano, Tommaso Chop. I'd be like, you can get rid of them forever. Like, l- let them un- leave. Un- unfortunately, I would I would almost tend to agree with you on account of the fact that 
there's probably another 10 indie guys that I don't know that are almost oh, as yeah. good as Gargano Champion, as, as good as those guys are. And I think like that, you like, said, a lot of people we, are really we good. We all craved those wrestlers yeah. in, like, the... Well, we the just watched... Uh, uh, Lawrence and I were talking about it uh, at the beginning. We just watched Osprey uh, fight Bailey at... Yeah. at that bound for glory. Yeah. I'm just sort of like, if you were to like, oh, we dropped Ricochet and gained a Mike Bailey, I'd be like, they're both real good in the ring. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. them both, and yeah. they're excellent in the ring. But uh, I Osprey has it. O- That's but the thing. I, like, I would agree. Osprey's there's all this on talk of level, his, right? of his like, like contract coming up. If I was that guy's friend, I'd say you must go to WWE, preserve your health, and make more money than you've ever made in your or, life. Because they're going to give him a schedule that he's, he's not going to have to. My, be super my take: dangerous, if, I'm, if I'm Osprey, yeah. I would get them down to the table. I like they were armchair quarterbacking no, what no, no, no. this guy should do because with his life. Well, you, but, you, but you were very passionate that you should go to one place or the other, right? Because so, New Japan can't compete with the money from AEW and WWE. That's no, what I, what I would up. do yeah. if, is personally, I'm a big, he's, he's relatively young. If I'm, he's oh, just yeah. turned 30. Just, yeah. just, just oh turned 30. God. Yeah. Taking, taking the, like, the hockey playbook, though, is yeah. I was just sort of like, I feel like you take the one year at AEW. Yeah. And then you make bank at WWE. Like, I think he's already going to make the bank. He, he'll make crazy I, I Ultimately, bank. I think here is... I just tr- don't think this is a good year to come in the, at the WWE. The tricky thing I with AEW you're not gonna... is they'll gobble up a lot of the same type of wrestler. They've got, in terms of talent, a roster that's like unparalleled. Yeah. But like their main feud now is Edge versus Christian. Whether people are into like Christian's doing the best work of yeah, his Christian, life, there. I was, I was like, the, and it's that, that feud doesn't need edge. It's it's, it's, like, it's really undeniable that it never hurts to have that WWE cone of paint. Yeah. Of it's like going like you're leaving university and you've been in the. It's kind of like an old guy that retires a yeah. foreman on his job. He's like, I'm just going to be a security guard. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, just to keep busy, you know, yeah. just to stay loose. Yeah. And that's again the great thing about wrestling is nobody has to be wrong. Which is yeah. why when I see people on Twitter argue about wrestling, it's like, go like have an ice cream cone. Watch, like, watch the thing that you makes can you happy. Just man. like what you like. It's yeah. like the same thing with like music. Like Lawrence, if you're like, oh man, I love Shania Twain. Like, Shania I Twain need, sucks. You know, Clearly do. she doesn't suck. Shania yeah. Twain doesn't. She's not my favorite. And I might say I really like Elton John. Yeah. I would never argue with someone's yeah. perspective about what they believe re- to be res- good. Wrestling is insane because, like, like it's just like it would be like it's the, humiliating. No, but it would be like the, the fans are humiliating. It would be and like they make the, all of us look bad. But it's just sort of like you're like <laughs> they make us all look bad. If someone's like, "I love Game of Thrones," and you're sort of like, "What are you talking about? Why don't you watch The Sopranos?" Yeah, like that's what we're talking you can about. Watch both. Yeah. You're and like, "Hey, some, did you know that some both other can guys?" Exist? Like, oh, <laughs> hold on, what about Nip Tuck? Like or it's whatever you're yeah. like you're like hey, you know these are all television shows that you yeah. can watch all of them oh yeah <laughs> like, or and I feel like them. I'm really like crapping on Ricochet here <laughs> and I hope Ricochet if you're listening right oh now my God. it's mostly just sort of like he's usually my go-to template of like the current era of like epic wrestler like mm. capable of these unbelievable things but it's I almost feel like wrestling crowds never change and they're conditioned to like a certain thing. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be a reason why so many of these guys capture attention of audiences, mm-hmm. right? And it's like some of the big, like the biggest names were never known for their work rate, right? Like Steve Austin, the biggest ever. Yeah. But by the time he was like a star, yeah, punch, he, punch, punch, stunner. He's crippled. Yeah, yeah. he's crippled. Yeah, Just yeah. like, uh, like, and his entire run is like three if, and a if, half years. It's not oh, that long. If, if we're lucky, three, yeah. Like he went yeah. from like late '97. If you want to be fickle. To like mid ninety nine, yeah, 
Yeah, it's full top. And then, and then the last two years before he left was mostly just promo and walking around. Oh, the he's car just and he's being just like clacking. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, like yeah, that yeah, time that 2002 WWE where they have this bloated roster of like yeah. The Rock, Steve Austin, Kane, Undertaker, the NWO, Booker T, Rob Van Triple Dam. H, it's, DX, it's, like all, there's all the so, WCW guys. There's don't know so to do much it. going yeah, on yeah, yeah. that it's like you. And I think that's sort of like with AW, they become victims of their yeah. own like. Yes, we've got this great collection, like. MJF is the the most over guy there. Very good wrestler, but he makes you feel. Yeah, yeah. He's an and then he'll and leave. Then, he'll leave. I, I think you, he think, you think he's also going to do it. I think eventually, most of these guys will go back and forth because it's. But like I think, if, but isn't that isn't that a good thing? It's yeah, a wrestling? great thing. I yeah. love isn't it. Isn't that great? Because I think I don't know. I started watching wrestling in an era where. When did you the, start, Lawrence? I started watching wrestling. I would say. Oh, 95, 96? It's a great time to pick That's up. That's the best it's like, time it's, to be a wrestling like fan. When wrestling was awful. Yeah. Even it's, as a little kid, I, start I was going like, into oh, it though. WWF isn't as cool as it once was. Like, I didn't understand why, but I knew, like, yeah. where's, like, the, like, the big names, right? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. the Mabel, the Sid, the Diesel era, and then, like, Bret Hart is just having these great matches with nobody's like <laughs> right. PCO PCO if you're listening I'm oh, really man. sorry right now like Hakushi and stuff we were like just, that we were just talking I was I was watching uh, again Bound, Bound for Glory whatever yeah. and like, like PCO came out as entrance and we were talking about the Hardys and how banged up they were and I was like oh, boy the Hardys move like PCO oh yeah I was like like Matt Hardy Walks in like PCO, but PCO is like but in his sixties. He's, he's unhinged. Yeah, he, but this man still takes a lot. Yeah. We were talking about people who off air. We were talking about people who have had mileage on their body, still yeah. taking risks. And you were talking about the style between WWE and AEW. Yeah. And WWE airs to be a little bit more safer, and they also have a different schedule. Yeah, is this like I in I don't know how much New Japan you watch. Oh, none. 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 In New Japan, they take a wrestler who's over fifty and someone who was like ten years ago a world champion, mm-hmm. and they are in preliminate like prelim oh, starter yeah. matches against young lions. Yeah. And they take like one bump maybe, and then the, it's like a nine minute match, well, and they just like they're take they're a milk and Tanahashi. They, yeah, yeah, but they don't. They don't ever. They're never in main events. They're never taking wild bumps. They really like scale guys back, and it feels like when you have guys in North America. Who are getting up there in age? They're just like, let's push these guys until well, they fucking commodi- destroy they're themselves. They're commodities, right? Absolutely. And, like, and I don't, I don't blame AEW for doing this. No. Like you have these names like the Hardys or Edge and Christian or Rob Van Dam that they bring, and it's like, well, this is going to bring in the the laps fan or the casual fan that might mm-hmm. be turning like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the the latter guys. Oh my god, they're right. still wrestling. And I think you you need to kind of have that. Yeah, like how many how many fans did did Darby Allen get due to his affiliation with Sting? Oh, like, right. Like, like my dad. My dad is just sort of like, I don't know. I don't like this little skateboard kid. Oh, I know Sting. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Sure. But like, you know, pa- like parents a- and casuals. I love it. I love hearing them talk about stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't. I didn't care about that guy. Oh, why not? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think like it's wrestling fans love nostalgia. I do. Like, oh. it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it it gives people. An opportunity. Well, it's an entertainment form that you watch mostly when you're a kid. It's the same like, reason, like, like I, when I, they cart out Liza Minnelli at these award shows, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, she looks awful. Why are yeah. you doing this to this yeah. woman? But Dick every, Clark before he died. Oh like, yeah. Fuck, oh yeah, my yeah. god, his right? down. Oh, I was going to impersonate it. Maybe I shouldn't. No, <laughs> that's, just, that's too. <laughs> but it's too got, dark. I, it's too dark even for the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got it locked in, ready to go. Oh, I've got a Dick Clark. Yeah, but it's because it makes people feel things, right? Like, look, I was I was never really a big Goldberg fan, but if you're like. 
How could they bring him in? Well, how could they not bring him in? I don't yeah. want to watch Goldberg wrestle anymore, but if you contain the guy. Fair, I, don't think, I don't think it was about the wrestling, though. And to no. be fair, and it never first is. of all, Goldberg it never, Goldberg is, it never was. And then the, the the greatest Goldberg match of all time was Goldberg-Brock, and it was three minutes. And it was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like the best three minutes of sports entertainment in the world. They're just spamming finishers Dude, like they Brock have. Yeah. Has, Brock Infinite has got it figured moves out. In a video game. That guy's one of the smartest guys in wrestling ever. <laughs> We're like... He had that match with Roman at that WrestleMania in San Francisco, and all the fans are chanting Suplex City, and he's like, thank you. You've just made my life so much yeah, easier because yeah, yeah. you know that he's capable of having these incredible, oh, yeah, for incredible sure. matches. Yeah. And it's so weird that when he wrestles like a smaller guy, he's so giving in those matches. Like, he's underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock is, like, underrated. Yeah, I would say he's that, an underrated worker. Everybody just thinks about him just spamming his oh, finishing moves. But I was like, no, he can make anybody which, look Which, don't great. get me wrong, gets tiresome when you're like, ah, when you know what he's capable yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, but I think it's all on purpose, and it's by design. Like, nah, they can wait for it next time. I still think the greatest, my favorite Brock match is when he uh, basically squashed Cena. Like it was the, awesome, but that was that, the beginning of that. It was the beginning of, yeah. of the run, but it was and but there's the greatest thing I will always remember about that match is like it how it just it sucks sucked the life out of the, the arena. WWE fans had not like it, there's no comeback. It kind it. of led the yeah. pathway to a different style of match in the yeah. WWE. It's what like it's just like a finisher match now. Yeah. It's like oh he's just gonna squash him. Like you look back at that now, it's like that's ahead of its time. Yeah, like yeah, Brock it, it, Brock in, in changed match, the game a lot of ways in that match. There's like like whatever minute five or six where Cena has had zero offense. Oh yeah, the, the, you could hear like a pin drop in the arena. There's like a little kid at the guardrail who's still like, "Let's go, Cena." That's what it's about, right? And it's the yeah. only person in the arena. And I was yeah. like, "Boy, this kid really thinks Cena's gonna turn it around." And like you've been conditioned to be like, "He's gonna hulk up and, and get yeah, his yeah, offense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, tonight. He's dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's it's interesting now when he comes out and the fans are like, "Yeah, I get it." Uh, yeah, I think Cena it's just is, like because now it's not respect. now it's not the weekly fuck this guy I yeah. like this guy conversation. Yeah. Now it's a retrospective of ah oh, this guy's a legend. He's gonna be here yeah. for a couple weeks. This is wonderful. Hey John, thanks so it's much. It's like what a run, and it's just like sure. they must have been salivating at the thought of this like actors writer strike. Like oh, we can get John Cena back for hey. like a little push. <laughs> Great, you know. And his whole run has been like, hey, how about we make this L.A. Night guy. Mm-hmm. It's like you watch his match. He's like he's perfectly fine, very ordinary. But, but again, there's nothing. When you're yeah. talking about the promos and stuff, when someone tries to sell me on LA Night, yeah, and I see, oh yeah, 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 and I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's mm-hmm. fucking you know call and response, whatever. Yeah. Sure, I've seen that a thousand times in he's, wrestling. He's, he's and then I watch very... a match and I go, okay, mm-hmm. and what are, what is there for me to sink my teeth oh, yeah. into with this guy? Like and, I keep struggling with this. I, I think I think. Well, I don't think it should be a struggle, right? Like it's like. Yeah, I don't think you're not yeah. seeing anything. You're yeah. just like he's not for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't he, feel he's like. your Shania Twain. <laughs> I guess he's my. Exactly I actually like is. Shania Twain. I, I don't I, mind. It's just L.A. Night. L.A. Night is my L.A. Night feels to me, just like like your main event creator wrestler. You're just sort of like, oh, yeah, I made a wrestler in the game, and now he's just in the main. I event. I think people like he's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it is. Like I, I think he's. Sounds like Austin on the he's mic. He's perfectly entertaining. I'm sure that to a degree he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But for, like, I don't think WWE, they probably do a pretty good job of retaining Attitude Era fans who are much older now. Like, I'm 36, mm-hmm. but I was watching as a youngster. Mm-hmm. And there's probably people that were watching at 36 who are now, Jesus, 50. like, yeah, in their well, late 50s, 60s. A lot of conversation about the fucking demos and stuff. Yeah. They talked about how the average NXT user up until, I think, up until like mid-pandemic, old, they're like yeah. 60 years old. Oh, yeah. Even though the, the show is written and presented for yeah. people who are like 
Gen Z or oh, things yeah. like that, right? It's all bright and like this is where it is, and oh, just like yeah. this weird. Yeah, like how many how many sixty year olds are tuning in because HPK is the GM now? But is he on screen? I don't watch him. He's barely. He, he and right? I think it's a good thing. He's around every episode, yeah. but I'm just saying, but you're still like, you're like, he's my he's favorite. He's kind of like this periphery guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's um, it. But you're just sort of like, but if I'm if I'm 60 years old and yeah. looking for a looking for something to hook into, I'll be like, hey, But even HBK. if I'm the biggest HBK fan in the world, I love Shawn Michaels. All I'm not saying you have to be a fan, but there's like a little, like there's like a little, but, uh, but like there's a comfort he was, food. He was my guy. Yeah, there's like, co- there's a comfort food element. No, 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 sure, but sure, but do I really want to see him just like come out and make a match? Like, is that really enough to watch me, make me watch an entire program? I mean, I think for me, no. I mean, it's. Well, you're watching less than an hour a week, right? Oh, God, I find NXT pretty cringe. It's uh, it's unwatchable. But I do think that there's slowly turning it back into the old NXT because people forget that like when NXT first started there's like almost like this WWE does game ama- show competition an amazing aspect? job of rewriting history and like oh mm-hmm. yeah the Bella Twins they were it it's like they always sucked yeah, they yeah, were yeah, always yeah. like there's so so many like the women that don't Le- get legendary wrestlers Bri- yeah, <laughs> like, which is fine but they, Michelle they, McCool they like, were what? they were important parts of the show but yeah. with NXT that show stunk that mm-hmm. show was terrible, and not even the like the uh, the game show one, the like the black and gold era. Yeah, NXT early, changed early. once like Sammy and Claudio had that insane two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the match first pay per view changed the WWE, the trajectory of the way yeah. like NXT became an indie show within. Yeah, right. Like where they, you're gonna like, have twenty guys, minute, twenty minute. That's where all the talent came shows, from, right? Like, of course, a lot of those like it's it, PWG, it's oh, all the yeah. independents, and you know Shinsuke, what I mean. But they did, WWE there, like, did a great job of building. Like it's funny when they're like, you can't just invent wrestlers. Like Roman wasn't a wrestler before. Big E wasn't a wrestler beforehand. So yeah. many of these guys, football like, players. They were oh just, yeah. yeah. Oh totally right. Like I, I don't think that you need to be an indie wrestler to be good at. Well, wrestling. I think we we. And that's that's the weird part is I feel there are so few people who are like total package where you're like you said people are amazing in the ring, yeah. but who's great on the mic? Like in AEW, that's not I many think, people. I think that's what it is. It's it's kind of that total package, right? Yeah. Like you and look then, at like and that's what I was saying. I was like I would feel I feel that like outside of MJF, who's a, who's a homegrown who's who is a homegrown AEW talent who's good on the mic? Honestly, that that that's the thing. It's that MJF, they fuck right? It. It's like, MJF. And the thing about it is they had this whole uh, feud where they had MJF against these other three pillar guys. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think did no favors because they just showed. Oh, it sort of just exposed that it's, MJF's That these the guys man. had Darby's yeah. in the ring talking for 15 minutes. Yeah. No, have this guy fucking say nothing and kill himself and do something stupid. Which is, which is the Jeff Hardy. Well, I, I don't need to hear Sammy <laughs> Guevara talk, and I definitely don't need to hear Jungle Boy ever speak a word. Yeah. I think these guys the are just. The only, the only one, like I said, who can kind of. I feel that Jeff Hardy. I mean, Jeff Hardy. Darby can do the Jeff Hardy thing, like where, like you said, yeah. he's he's charismatic looking. No, no, no. So don't, he doesn't, you don't he doesn't to need to he doesn't need to rock a promo exactly. Yeah. Like I remember my favorite Jeff Hardy air quote promo was when he was like challenging the Undertaker, whatever, and he just like kind of botches the promo and then just sort of runs into the background and just climbs up a ladder or something. And you're like, this is all I need to well, know. People bought Jeff Hardy, right? yeah, but, like, but that's what I'm saying. He but, was but, real, but and that, I think that but the, that was like that was fine because I was like, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna sit there and tell me Jeff Hardy can hold a microphone for two three minutes to get me excited for a match. But if he kind of messes up, comes off with a little bit of spastic energy, and then runs up a ladder, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this, this match. guy going. Yeah, I think, exactly. I think with AW, they're kind of. You know, they get a lot of grief, but I don't know if they have any other choice because, like, these guys are all learning on the job. They don't have yeah. a wrestling school or whatever where, like, WWE, it's like, nah, you're going to go to college first, and then, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, we'll yeah. bring you up. Can so, I ask you about that? Yeah, of course. The, a lot of the, So you pointed out Big E coming from yeah. football, Roman Reigns coming from football, even though he is, like, the yeah. family 
Oh, that's obviously very involved and in how wrestling. Are they just all good in that family. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just that. all the Samoans apparently yeah. can wrestle their ass yeah. off. Um, but then out of the Performance Center, which has been open a decade, like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Bianca Belair's come out of it, but who else has come out that's like a distinct, amazing, top tier prospect? You know what I mean? It's they're investing all this money, so yeah, is well, it I mean, better to have? Yeah, because I guess because you can say, say like Dean and Seth are indie guys first, then they no Dean and then, Seth then are they, fucking. I, I, I think guys. we're talking like people. I'm talking. Came I'm talking. I'm talking. Yeah. Is, are you are you running the risk of having too many guys who are alike because yeah. they're all training under the same environment yeah. as opposed to people? cutting their teeth in different ways and then coming up and having distinct personalities. I think they're both good. Yeah. Because I think, like, when you have, like, a, a training center, right, it's like, you know, the Canadians draft a bunch of players. They're going to learn to play the Canadians' way. And if they get mm. traded to another team, it's like, no, you're going to play Ottawa Senators hockey now, mm -hmm. right? And they, most certainly, whether it's indie people or just, like, hey, we got these, like, amateur wrestlers or tennis players or right, whatever, right. they know it's like, well, one of these guys – might come out of here mm -hmm. yeah but i like you know it's the same thing with like all of these indie names that wwe brought in like how many of those really when you get down to it pierce through right yeah. it's like sammy kevin seth. seth dean ambrose and i'm trying to think who else like I mean, sasha banks had like a i think she had you a, can argue aj a decent yeah. little aj ish if you well, count, no, if you no, count, you know, if you count you tna as an indie but you yeah, can't but no you can't he had he had a whole he had yeah. a whole he was on national tv with impact yeah. he spent f like four yeah, but, years but, like, in new like, japan he's he's wrestling fucking shinsuke nakamura kazuchika okada and sure. then they're bringing him over this is not an indie guy anymore no this is a guy who's not a pure indie guy but he's not a wwe guy he's a guy that like no well i think what it is is but he's a guy that went because okay, not right, if you're guy. if you're if you're if you're in uh, this is the Tokyo such Doom. a nerdy conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All of the like the listeners are like, when are they going to get to the lo local politics? When are they going to talk to Valerie Plant? They're like, who's this AJ Styles guy? I love it. Listen, we we diverge into wrestling enough on this show that good. Like, what else am I going to talk about? <laughs> I was going to say. So if we have, if we want to. Do you have any more wrestling? Let's takes? keep going. I mean, We're I could it. go all night. What do you? Why? What did you want to change? Well, the subject I was going to say. I noticed when I was doing my my research on this show. Yes. That a year ago, yeah. this this year. We uh, were promoting the first ever episode of The Terror of Misery's Grove. And then tonight, the ep when this episode comes out, I, Thursday, was I there for that? No, you were was not. Was that Jason and Jess? Jason and Jess. Got were. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason and Jess were on the yeah. show to talk about Terror of Misery's Grove. And this episode comes out on Thursday. And tonight, you're having episode six. Yeah, there's a, there's a show tonight. Tonight. Um, I will not be there. Tape. I cannot be there. I have a scheduling <laughs> conflict. Uh uh, me and Lawrence are going to talk about Roman Reigns. So that's why let's I can't, go. I can't, I can't do the podcast yeah, yeah, exactly. recording. This conversation is going to continue. But I was just going to say, but, uh, last so, but we, we, like I said, we were talking about it on the show. Though. Yeah. So you guys have run the, the – this is episode six, Spooky Something season, like that, yeah. Or horror, horror – like long-form horror improvisation. I'm trying yeah, to – Yeah, we're doing like a improvised radio play. Okay. Now the wrestling fans are like, get back to AJ Styles in the yeah, teen yeah, years. We're, um, we're on improvised radio play now, Yeah, guys. we just Try literally sit there in chairs. Every show we get like a different suggestion. We'll just do like about fifty minutes to sixty minutes of this like long form spoken word. How do you how do you play. keep it spooky though? Like that's I what I'm mean, saying. Look, I'll be honest. I don't think any of them have ever been spooky because we're like <laughs> we're like I'm. You know, Jess and Jason will send us like here. Here's some reference points, and I'll just like I'm not doing any research on. <laughs> I don't care about eco horror. I know enough about like slashers. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's fair to say my role in that show is to cause mischief okay. and kind of send us down detours of some type of, 
you know, troublemaking depravity or something like that. So how does it – it's nothing about the show is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine, but I mean, but I'm sure you guys are It's aspiring. scary that we make it all up on hey, the spot. Oh, that's improv style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how's it – like, but is, 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 it, is it going fun? Is it good? Like, what's the – It's been great. I love the cast that we work with. It's fun. It's people that I'm friends with. It's people I like collaborating with. Uh, I, I've been urging us to, like, move into, like, uh, long-form improvised uh, erotica. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I think we've done everything that we can do in the horror genre because we've gone through all these different sub-genres and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's time that we do, like, improvised Blenui. I think that's what we do. <laughs> that's I think. great. Yeah. I think there's just... I mean, it's I, like we, we've already captured the horror fans. Let's get the... And know, it's all going to be audio. Let's get obviously. the perverts. Yeah, I want, I want the perverts. I want everyone who's hanging out at Barry UCAM. Is that where the perverts are now? What's the main pervert metro? I don't know metro? where the main pervert is. St. Laurent, maybe? Well, you look directly at Keith when you ask yeah. the question. <laughs> it's got to be Charlevoix, yeah. right? Yeah, I was gonna it's got to be think, Charlevoix. I've right? outed your home metro. Oh, no. Stop, Keith. I was going to say, I think Barry cleaned up when they opened that big old cop That station. used to be my I, main I, metro. Uh, first of all, I can I I performed near Barry a couple days ago, and I can attest... Not fucking cleaned up. Not clean. No, 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 no. Cleaner. Drug, drug that's, cleaner. That's a low bar. Yeah. Drug use is, is high, but I don't feel there's any like damned and we. Well, I'll tell you what. That I can think when of. When I first moved to uh, Montreal, that was my main metro. So I didn't know any different. It was just baptism by fire. You're just and, like, this is Montreal. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm just <laughs> in the belly of the beast. I went there one day to get into the metro and someone was like, hey, man, do you want to buy any drugs? I was like, oh, I'm good. And then I, I did what I needed to. I was coming back home as I was leaving. A different guy's like hey, man, are you selling any drugs? Uh-huh. So I got both prompted to purchase but also sell yeah. in one foul soup, and I was like... Oh, and that's my, when I'm you started your service to unite buyers and sellers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah, listen, I, listen, you're like, I'm not selling, but I, you yeah. won't, you I won't know a guy. You have I no know idea. the original guy. I took them both by the hands. It's like that finder's episode fee, of the, the finder's fee. Like, yeah. I get 10% off When the Homer brings, like... Uh, Pepe and uh, the guy who was Bart's big brother together. Yeah, 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 it's like, yeah, yeah. They, wa- uh, they walked off into the sunset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's basically the sores and terrors of misery's growth. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, and, uh, and what else are you doing improv-wise? So you're still doing... You're teaching? Are you still I'm teaching? doing it all, man. So I'm teaching at a thing. bunch of different schools and... Uh, institutions and uh over the pandemic the, the me, improvisation performance center yeah the improvisation performance center the ipc it's a yeah. i'm here to promote the, my new the new launch of the ipc <laughs> and it couldn't sound any lamer as if improv needed any uh, any more help sounding uh, <laughs> honestly you got you sounding re- boring you really and, should rebrand yeah, whatever school you're doing to the ipc <laughs> like i still teach up at montreal improv which after the the covid times moved to saint henry mm-hmm. Downstairs in the basement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that they, they got like a stand-up show there on Tuesday yes, nights, yes, I think. Yes. And then uh, I was working with Jason on launching some classes because there was a point in Montreal Improv during the early days of COVID went bankrupt. Yeah. I so me and Jason to... were like, why don't we just run some classes? And we were doing that out of the dance studio that he runs with his girlfriend. Variations. Yeah, Variations Mile End. And then – we uh, work together, and he opened a black box theater within the space. So we mm-hmm. do shows there on a, a weekly basis on Thursdays. We're so. dropping Jason. We're talking about Grimmer, by the way. Jason just, Grimmer, just, just, yeah, just, not just, Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not, Jason not Voorhees. Yeah, not Voorhees, even yeah, yeah, yeah. though it would be seasonally appropriate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it. So, yeah, we're doing that. Grimmer's sure. a great Halloween name, though. Grimmer's a fantastic And Halloween. a lovely person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, just a straight-up oh, yeah. stud. Lawrence, you might be the first person to call him a lovely person. Look, I've only met him in 
in fleeting passing moments. So Give it a couple more times. You'll that be like, might be the yeah, right amount. That might be the right can consistency. We, can we scrub that compliment? You know what? From, you know what? He necessarily think, calls him I think, Grimmy, I want to say. I think I want to keep this image of him in my mind forever. And so never get think, to know never, yeah. Don't meet him. Yeah, don't meet him You know what's so funny? With a lot of people, I know them the right amount. Yes. I'm just like, this is great. And then that's it. You never have to expand. And I think that is the way to do it. Because you risk spoiling the broth. Exactly. Personally, I have nothing bad to say about him, but I've never tried to open up an improv school with him. So well, um, look, I, it, we're on the Tell All podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so far, let it so fire from the hip. So sailor. far, so good. Yeah, so exactly. far, so good. Jason Grimmer opened an improv school, and he could have opened two. I don't know. I'm trying to like pipe bomb. You're trying to pipe bomb. Not trying to pipe bomb Jason yeah. Grimmer. He's a thousand air. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in, the, somewhere in the mile end, his ears are ringing right now, like someone's talking about me, man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and I guess to to the other stuff that we of course have to talk about with wrestling. Yeah, we're back. AW, and we're AJ back. Styles. And what years. was that? What was that fucking improv detour <laughs> bullshit? Can we get back to some fucking uh, real talk? Actually, I can't say it because I work at the Improv Performance Center, but <laughs> Lawrence, can he can speak for me. Like, enough of this improv stuff. Enough of this yeah, improv yeah. bullshit. But <laughs> I was going to say... Art is planned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> structured. Exactly. A to Z. That's never it. improvised. Never. Uh, no. your, your Halloween specials this Sunday. Yeah, battle, battle, battle war. war ev- so there's two things we need to talk about. Yeah, please. one is one is your apologizing. I don't think that's in your nature. It's it's uh, it is uh, on the 29th of October. On there's the a lot of, of stuff October, I have to get off my chest. I've uh, wronged a lot of people. You're gonna make mm. some amends because I'm if, gonna make if, some amends. The 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 listener needs to understand that like while uh, James sounds like a nice uh, am, amiable yeah. person on the podcast. You're not well liked. Well, I think I'll, in the in the wrestling world, you're not well liked. It seems like in the past like five or six years, there's been a, a turning point with the Montreal crowd. Which up until about 2016, we had quite a nice relationship. Yeah, they'd sing my theme song, things like well, that. Well, Bon Jovi's a cheat code, right? Like, yeah, what are we gonna it, do here? Yeah, and I've still got the theme song, but uh, you don't wear as many fringe. Like, fringe. fringe is well, you know, times anymore. change, right? You yeah, have yeah. to upgrade to tuxedos, sweaters. cowboy clothes, <laughs> sweaters. <laughs> Cardigans, yep. you know, uh, a whole plethora of things. But uh, I would say, like, earlier this fans. year to the Battle War fans, I finally came out as a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, am the first wrestler to officially declare that I'm bad. Yeah. Everyone else, like, everybody wants to know why. Yeah. I came out, I said, guys, I'm officially a bad guy now. But and, and I don't know if it's helped, so. Can we I'm, just say it? So brave. Thank you. I'm glad that someone Finally. else can can speak to the level of my character. Uh, I, I'm just gonna wait. Hang on. Yeah, though, but like Razor did it, right? Yeah, but then he like people cheered him. Why you gotta wake up? Pop sorry. that bubble like yeah. that. Why you gotta I'm do sorry. That? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm bad. Let I'm him. Bad. Let him stew yeah. it. He said, he, said he was first. He said he was first. Yes. Okay. I'm and bad. if anything, I've kind of co-opted his name because I do request that I'm announced as the Paddle War bad guy now. <laughs> Which is like, if anything, it's a tribute. It's an homage. <laughs> it's an homage. But I'm gonna be apologizing. And you have a little toothpick and yeah, he's yeah. yeah. back. back. I so wear many, like, so many slick vests. Yeah, <laughs> so, a yeah. lot of uh, purple and gold yeah, attire. Yeah, a lot of shiny boots. But I will be. I'm gonna try to make amends. On Sunday at Fofana Electric. So is this the end of Bad Guy Twiggy? Is that... I hope so. You hope so? If they, I if hope they, so. If they'll hear you out, obviously. Yeah, I want to go back to being a good guy and... Uh, so listen, if you're yeah. a ba- Battle War fans... Yeah. I was like, maybe open your hearts to whatever Twiggy yeah. has to say and if, on Sunday. And here's the thing, even new fans, yeah. they boo me. I think they just follow, but I feel like in returning... Sheep. 
Yeah, you know, just following <laughs> with the trends, succumbing to peer pressure. Our crowds have gotten a little rowdier. I've been uh, they were attacked they in were, a variety they, of ways. Have you uh, been Have you been assaulted? Assaulted? Have you been not like, bad? But okay. like, I was like. Because I manage uh, my main muscle man, Zach Patterson. Have you guys seen this guy? He's incredibly yeah. powerful. I he watched is... him. I watched him at an IWS show. Yeah. Pick up Carl Jepsen and fuck, fucking fling him. Oh. And I was like, holy shit! Oh yeah, he's he's big, much like me. He's bad, or at least I used to be bad. He's so oily, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I've I've brought him on as one of my you associates. Can't, you, can't, and... you can't lock in a hole. Yeah, he no, no, he's too out. greasy. Like, you slip like, off uh, and eat. Like the grandfather free. in Rugrats. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, managing him. I was that's, making my way around the ring. Some fan guy. in the front row just punches me oh, right like, in the shoulder. Like, really? He's like my older brother. <laughs> Last I'm year. Laughing. It's not okay. Don't. You should laugh. It's like, what, don't what, do that if what you're else a fan, can you do? But right? just, it's, I like that. The, I like yeah, that don't it, do it. Don't, yeah. don't do that. But I do like that it happened, and at least the guy had enough restraint to like. It wasn't a real punch. It was a big brother punch. It was a big brother punch. <laughs> like, then, it's like you're like, oh, that sucks. Like last spring, I was wrestling Tama Dubois. Mm-hmm. He was beating me up around the crowd, and he uh, he told the fans like, "Hey, hold this guy." And then this fan puts me in like a full blown <laughs> full Nelson. I was puts in, you in the, the master lock. I was in the master lock, and I couldn't break it. And uh, I was like, "This might be it." And then a couple shows ago, Benjamin Thomas is laying in. Benjamin Toll is like just laying me out in the crowd, and then I just feel like like wet wetness all over me, and I Do look up, and there's just beer? a fan just. Pouring a beer on me, oh, like no. he's like, "Oh, this beer's almost done. It's been sitting for a while. Let me just dunk it in the the turlet." <laughs> and it's just like I was talking with uh, Giant Tiger. He's mm-hmm. backstage, and the term he uses: the fans are too rock and roll now. But he meant it. <laughs> it was a negative. He's like, "It's too rock and roll out there." What a turn of phrase from Giant. Yeah. Tiger. So, so the this is why rock and I need to make amends because if if not, it's going to be over and out for me. But this is like. I remember years ago wrestling in Ottawa for C4, which is a great company. You were you had massive heat. At oh, C4. it was awesome! Like we were like I had this you were faction. Like, we you were, were a second away from getting attacked. In they C4 gave or, me a yeah. f- a true security team. Yeah, like we were on our way back to the ring, and this woman just walks up to me and just spits a loogie right in my face. Holy shit! <laughs> and like this security team would like stop fans from getting up. I recently went back there and. Uh, I was getting the crowd worked up, and security had to stop a guy from sitting down because he was like, he was getting up like that's not right. Because look, here's the deal: the uh, one of the owners of the company, his wife passed away in real mm-hmm. life, and uh, they had a tag team tournament mm-hmm. to uh, honor her memory. And I may have said some things in regards to her passing, and this one fan didn't like it. A bad, which I think is an overreaction. <laughs> of course. So is, is there? Is there? It's so crazy. It's sorry, It's yeah. so crazy to me. Like, like they, 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 we dealt a lot with that. I think when uh, when Paul Bearer passed away, and Punk, yeah. Punk was desecrating the yeah. the thing. Where I was just like, I'm like, as a wrestling fan, like, is like, is it too far? Is it in bad taste? That's up for you to make, but to be like, how dare he? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know that this is this I, is we agreed upon this. I think right? there's like, a way to do it, and yeah. I think when it's like immediate or fresh, it's tough. And I think with wrestlers, fans, like it's not like you're you're walking down the street and you see like whoever Mike Myers, like fuck, it's Austin Powers. Yeah. With wrestlers, like yeah. it's Paul Bear. Yeah. They're playing these wrestlers all the time. Yeah. These characters all the time when they're on these talk shows. It's not, oh, let's please welcome Joe uh, Anoa'i or however his yeah, name yeah, is pronounced. Yeah, yeah. I just feel, I feel like I butchered. It's Roman Reigns. So yeah, they have yeah. no anonymity. Um, but unless, it's, you're, it's, unless you're a luchador. Yes, unless yeah, you're yeah, a luchador. But, exactly, but it's, yeah. it's just crazy to me. To, like, as, as a fan, 
absolutely boo you, get mad at you, mm. like like a, like that is the correct. But to be like, I will not fight you as a yeah. human being. I'm like that. You're watching theater. I'll say this. I you never you never run the stage at Shakespeare in the Park and be like, yo, you fucking. But you should. I'm nope. gonna save yeah. Hamlet. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna save Hamlet. I gotta make sure Romeo and Juliet live. Yeah. I want to alter history. You knock like, the poison out of him. But I do think that there is like ways in which you can do these things without it being like your wife that dead old see you next Tuesday right yeah, like yeah. to me it's like well can we use some like some my whole thing was like because uh, I represent TDT mm-hmm. in C4 wrestling and my thing was like you know I really think they should be added to the tournament because she was your wife's favorite tag team and I know <laughs> I just know she'll be looking down from heaven cheering them on that's as, great and, and I think that's that's but, it's heat yeah it's, but it's great I think yeah. that's fine like and and like you said, it's, it's theater. Like yeah, thank you for empowering me here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Lawrence, I think you were going to ask a question. I was just going to talk. Hopefully, I can answer it. I mean, I I believe you will. Nice. I yes. hope so. I was talking about so you get to these places where people are legitimately you know putting you in maybe yeah. a dangerous spot. Where's the balance? Where's the balance of I yeah. want to wild these crowd up, but I I don't want to endanger myself or my yeah. coworkers or my colleagues. Yeah. Where's the line, and where's the? I don't. You maybe don't want to have the discussion about like what you guys talk about internally. Yeah. But like, where is the line where you're like, this feels comfortable, and then fuck, this is dangerous. Yeah. With with battle war, my my character is so over the top. Like the, when people say, "Can you describe it?" It's like kind of like a stepdad. It's like Danny Tanner from Full House, mm-hmm. but if he had like wasn't a good guy. Right. Like Danny Tanner's a great guy, mm-hmm. right? He kind of a, a But wit, it's a different genre cuz you're talking about comedy yeah. as a heightened genre and yeah. pro wrestling obviously very heightened oh, genre, yeah. right? Yeah, well with Battle War like I make it's I, I think I've only maybe insulted the crowd once or twice in the past 5 years. It was like mm-hmm. a conscious effort like can I get them worked up? Mm-hmm. So when it happens at Battle War it's almost interesting to me because it feels like very much like people are attacking their own dad. Well, it's I, I just I I think about the battle crowd as more of like an avant-garde wrestling crowd yeah. where it's yeah, very yeah, yeah, Montreal yeah. like like it's like like we're gonna go see the wrestling tonight like it's almost ironic I think yeah. there are, there's wrestling fans and there's battle war fans I know for a fact that we have fans that don't watch wrestling but they watch yeah. to them wrestling is battle war right yeah. I I think that we have the most accessible wrestling show in terms like like of, I like I think battle war was the only crowd I've seen who would get like. Get behind the tank men is almost oh almost they, like faces. They, they're full blown. They're like, we will play the part you want us to play. Yeah, we're part of the show. So when like this the tank men of, get shit on everywhere. Oh yeah, but in battle where everyone's like tank men. Yeah, can you believe it's been ten years since the tank man? Oh, like oh that's, my god. Yeah, I, I haven't thought about the tank men that long. Yeah. But to your point, Lawrence, like when it happens there, I'm kind of surprised. Like whoa. Yeah. But you put alcohol in anyone, and I'm not saying that's that is the reason or it isn't, but it doesn't help. Matters like no. I was. I was at a Canadians game the other day, and I was I was walking in the hallway, and there was a fan. Like Yuppie was nearby, and the fan was like, "Hey, Yuppie, can we swear on this?" Yeah, yeah. And like, like he's like, "Fuck you!" It's like you're telling <laughs> Yuppie off, and then because like now they make kind of these like um like these three dimensional foam fingers. So yeah. So I'm like, remember like those like uh, Incredible Hulk, the Hulk hands. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Hulk he's got hands. a fan, and he's like walking up behind you, be like ready to just poke him in the rear end, and it's like you put alcohol in the wrong people. Look, sober people make bad decisions, let alone like uh, inebriated people. So when it comes to like Montreal here, I'm always shocked when the fans kind of like. I, I think it makes it more pal- palatable when I'm in it because you're just kind of caught up in the right and. Look, here's the deal. 
99% of fans can probably kick my ass. There's, I'm not going to pretend to be some big shot or tough guy. Whereas, like, in Ottawa, just from, like, the years that I've been wrestling there, I can tell that they might be more prone to edginess. But, shit, I'll just run away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was I, say, yeah. But I also think that it has to do a little bit with the medium, right? Like, where you're just sort of, like... Y- whether they understand, obviously, like well, how much physicality is real, how much is yeah. fake, where it's just like I think a lot of it is like the heckler. You're still out of line. Oh yeah. But like an out of line, an out of line heckler is like I'm engaging with you and I think I'm real funny. Yeah. Whereas like I'm yeah. engaging with you and I think I know but how to it, throw but a, a heckler. Yeah. yeah. A heckler. A heckler in comedy is like I am disrupting the show. Yeah. Where yep. I think in pro wrestling. The crowd interaction is paramount to the experience. Sure, you yeah. need but up it. until yeah. they up until, until they throw a real punch. Sure, yeah, then like that, then all bets saying. are off, and you're gonna get your fucking face caved. I just in. think yeah, some like, people like they do it and they don't realize it. Like if they had said, like, "Do you want to throw this guy?" Like, don't throw him out. Just tell him not to touch the wrestlers. And I think mm-hmm. because at Battle Wart, you could if you're sitting front row, if you wanted to with ease, you could just put your feet up on the apron and yeah. relax. Right, and you're I have. S- you're so close to the action, <laughs> and wrestlers are diving in. It feels so personal I yeah, just like, like if you're in the front row there's a reasonable chance someone's yeah. gonna land in your lap yeah, yeah, oh, you will need to yeah. stand up and oh move, yeah like yeah like yeah this. so I, I just think it's like <laughs> bad decision making in the blink of an eye like i would never it would take a lot for me like let's ban that person it would be mm-hmm. like maybe a punch in the face i'd be like oh this sucks maybe we just ban him forever just ban him for life uh, yeah, and this is evil. What is it? Evil something? I know. Evil know. ways. Yeah. Evil the ways. Name, I was the, sh- the name of the show is named after a Santana song. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. also we have Evil Luno on. The That's show. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Was the other, the other yeah. guy is there's promote. Uh, yeah. The return of Battle War original. Like I forgot War. we even had a show this Sunday until we got here. I was like, wait, we're talking about Battle War? <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's you owe a the show. fans an apology yeah. and Uno's coming. <laughs> So, I forgot Uno was on yeah. the show. It's, it must like, be, yeah. it's definitely a hell of an apology if he forgot he's making it. He's like, this is so important to me. When is this yeah. shit? Like, what yeah, day are we? U- Evil Uno is going to be there. He's on TV every week, but the apology, you don't want to miss. You don't want to miss the apology. You don't want to miss the apology. I think I might open and close the show. Yeah. It's just going to be the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Uno, like, Uno is going to help you apologize. Yes, yeah. That's, that's... I'll use him to be kind of like my campaign manager. He'll be my, what was that guy's name with Trump? Bannon? Steve Bannon? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah he's yeah, my yeah. Steve Bannon. The guy's just running yeah. the radio. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to appreciate that yeah. comparison <laughs> so much. Hey, uh, he does have the suits. His suits are immaculate oh, on yeah. TV. He looks like a million Yeah, bucks. like Steve Bannon. Is this a pro Bannon podcast? It is now. Yeah, no. nice. It didn't used to be. Yeah. But now we invited you on, and now all bets are off, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the show's Sunday, the 29th of October, our mm-hmm. annual Halloween show. There's going to be pumpkins and is certainly be plunder. A- Evil Uno's there. He's challenging Benjamin Tull for the Battle War Championship. Is there going to be a pumpkin on a pole match? There won't be a pumpkin on a pole match, but there's going to be a pumpkin or many pumpkins. Who's going to get it cracked over their head? Last year it was me. Uh, Odds are it won't be me this year. Well, no, because you're but like I'm listen, apologizing. Li- listen, exactly. Yes, that's, that's what I was yes. just. You would. You would I was break just going to say by the over. end. By the end of Battle War, you're yeah. going to be a babyface. Yes, because due to my accountability. Exactly. You're right? going to take take real accountability. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's gonna it's full full turn, and the era of uh, heel Twiggy's over. Yeah, I'm gonna be the, just the good boy again. Just the g- yeah. good boy Twiggy. Yeah. And then they'll sing the song with you. Yeah. Well, recently I feel like they've been singing it at me to kind of like get at me, like oh. hey, we're gonna sing. It's the Kurt it. Angle, you suck. Yeah, and you I suck recently thing. revoked yeah. their Bon Jovi privileges. Wow. Which, uh, they have not. Uh, they haven't respected that. No, they have not. But yeah, it's my crowds. fault. That's why I'm apologizing. These crowds. Eh? Yeah, on that t- on that topic, although. Uh, you can always just go with the Don Callis entrance music. Greatest entrance music. Yeah, in, isn't he in coming out to like that? It's like, it's like, 
It's just, it's just, it's just like a weird. Mike Tyson used to come out yeah. to like that. Yeah, with weird... all the lights out, that was fucking oh, creepy. It's, yeah. Oh, weird droning. Yeah, but imagine it's Mike Tyson coming out to obliterate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As opposed to just Don Callis who's Don, coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, he's yeah, wearing he's wearing pink spiky shoes and he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna yell at you and talk about a picture. You're like, great right. decision for just a very unsettling. Yeah, noise yeah. to come out to because he has a very sinister look. Yeah, I think especially he, with the scar now. Oh yeah, the scar is fucking. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I think. Anyway, to, that's to, that's yeah. going into to, Bond villain to, territory. To head, to head before we hit five questions. Yeah, I was like, that, that's what AW just needs. We're to do. We're already at five questions. We're already at five Mama questions. Mia, my own. rolling. That is like the AW just needs to hire mouthpieces. Yeah, yet they're let their flippy guys flip and let the people who are good on the mic be good on the mic. They're gonna figure it out. Like they'll, they'll uh, find it. I, I I don't think it benefits anyone to be like haters of AEW because for years people were like oh we need another wrestling company now you've got one and watching we were talking about earlier like these wrestling fan wars on Twitter it's like can you imagine engaging in like arguing about anything it's on Twitter nuts. Um, it's like you need this and watching these guys yeah. jump back and forth like well, I, I flip I the think page I, think I, think, I feel I think there's a I think you absolutely have to argue on Twitter because <laughs> you, no honestly because you have to warm up for Reddit so yeah, I think that's the only way and then way. you get the 4 chance. exactly you gotta yeah. fucking level up yeah. until I, you get honestly, the final like, boss it's, that's it's it. good as long as you're like like it's like for instance like I, I look at it like sports if you have yeah. your favorite thing you can argue about it whatever else yeah. part, part of the fun of being a sports fan is hating the other team yeah but as long as long as you're having fun with it, like I do not, other than let's say maybe Brad Marchand, I don't wish ill to any of the Boston Bruins players. Yeah. I hate all of them with my like yeah. heart, oh, mind, I got, and I got soul. a couple in mind. Marchand, basically. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But like, other but I'll than tell that, you what, you'd love him if he was a hab. This is true. I would. This is true. If, I, I, think would. If, I think if Milan Lucic did a, a season with the Canadians, I think we'd he came be, close when he signed I know. with uh, I know. Edmonton. I know. Yeah. I think we would have been fans. I think we would. Yeah, those him. those players at the fans. He's our most. scumbag. Yeah, exactly. He's our scumbag. But that's what I'm saying. But it's like, but at no point in time do I like do I wish anyone in Boston any ill will. Of I don't. Not. As much as I will boo the players, I don't. We're so soft in North America comparatively because, like, in other places in the world, like Europe and South and South. America, yeah. you can't you can't go into the same entrance as another team because there will be stabbings and yeah. murder. Just because like you wear red jersey, I wear blue jersey, yeah. murder. Yeah, and that's the entire well, yeah, discourse. Like there's, there's there's European like uh, soccer stadiums or whatever where there's sections that are in cages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they like, keep like, the teams which apart. Sounds yeah. like I wish we could have that at battle or like the cage set, like the animal section. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're like you there. took a swing at, at Twiggy. Yeah. You're not banned, but you're in the cage. Yeah, you're and the like cage. and you let and they shake the cage when yeah. something cool happens. You let them like smoke in there. The smoking section at Fuffs. Like that you, guy's just <laughs> doing cocaine. Well, yeah. he's in the cage. Yeah, exactly. Like you just yeah, like, no. There's no laws in the cage. Yeah, you can't it's, do it's a lawless land. It's its own. Like you're immune yeah. to laws. In there's there. a very small demilitary zone oh, in between yeah. the cage and the ring. Oh, yeah. it'd be no great if you have like like just these guys like extras playing like military guards in front of the cage. <laughs> oh man, hell yeah. We'll do it. We're we'll gonna do. get you a big. Dog cage, so you can put a couple fans in there. That's I'd love nothing more. <laughs> Wonderful. So that's going to bring us to five questions. Yeah. Yep. Question number one. You, wanna, you can kick it off. I got him. What this is part it? scares me. I get nervous. I think they're the new. I think these okay. are new. I think okay. you're, you're an improver extraordinaire. You can. I want to say okay. we, we. I think we reset the questions. We the last time we had Twiggy on was. What's your favorite racial slur? So many great ones to pick from. <laughs> How to. Uh, listen, I'm going to have to go with the top ten. Yeah, That's when you got to get Jason on the show. Okay. He'll be able to contribute. Grimmer will know. Uh, so. No, I think the last time you were on the show was uh, like 
winterish 2020. So like peak. Wow. Peak the, the yeah. What I finally I was on I was on to promote pandemic. the the at home show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I still do. Which I saw. I saw yes. Still doing. We didn't get to, to talk about that. That's you, fine. You're still we're still doing at home. We'll promo it at the end. You're still at home. Love yeah. It. Um, and I think that we got together. I want to say in 2021 around this table and reset the question. So nice. I don't think I don't think Twiggy's yeah. ever had these. Questions. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. So question number one. It doesn't have to be wrestling related. Mm-hmm. What is your hottest take? My hottest take like of oh the moment. Doesn't need to be of all time. Like. Hottest take at the moment. Oh man, you know what? This is the first one that came to my mind. That's it's the one to it's go like with. it'll it's it's from it's a hot culinary take. Oh, hot culinary take. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. I, I think that chalet barbecue has the best cup of coffee in the city of Montreal. <laughs> chalet barbecue. Chalet We're talking barbecue. Sherbrooke de Carry. Yeah, man. The best cup of coffee. In you know, the like when you're city. watching, like we're, we're saying filter, right? Like or, it's, or ever, dude. Like all it's time. not even filtered coffee. It's made with a coffee syrup extract. Oh god! You know when you're watching movies and they get poured like a cup of coffee, and you're like, "Damn, I could go for a cup of coffee right now." Or like yeah, that yeah. that scene. You guys familiar with Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold and yes, Sinbad? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they meet each other in that boxcar diner, and the and yeah. like the 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 guy, he's like, "Here, this will warm you up." That that coffee is what I like. You're like I, this is a cup of coffee. That's what like, I want. This is you're like a detective would drink this coffee. Yes. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> staring I the, out the window, the, longingly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like what happened to my family. Yeah. Um, exactly. Not only is their food great, but years ago, I was like, barbecue delicious. It's, it's second to none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone who's like, eh, it's just no. It's that's what a chicken dinner. The fries are great. The soup is great. The coleslaw so, is unbelievable. The bread. The bread. All oh, that one bun. But then I ordered a cup of coffee. And I can, ne- get back? I can never not order the coffee anymore. Get back to us. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. I have to oh, bow shit. out gracefully to this conversation. And, and here, My wife drinks coffee. Here's so the deal. Yeah. Someone would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because coffee, much like wrestling, full of different flavors. Right. Like, I have friends that like live by Italian like espresso. I find it too strong. My taste buds just won't agree. But like, I think that Chalet Barbecue has like the quintessential, this is what coffee tastes like. Interesting. Yeah. That's so, that's my hot take. I love that. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to challenge you because you yeah. you went to not about coffee because you said Chalet Barbecue is second to none. So you're not a Code St. Luke guy at you all. You know, I only had Code St. Luke within the past like year and a half. I would put Chalet. And uh, a buddy of mine lives right. Because this here. is a heated debate in the Montreal. Oh, totally. Food it's just sphere. like it's like yeah, the, this is almost the, the best yeah. bagel debate. I feel like it's like. This is a. Well, I'll jump in on all those. I'll, this is, I'll, this I'll is, this is the underground. We're going into hour three. With okay, no commercial so breaks. <laughs> when it when it comes to Code St. Luke, I had it recently because a buddy of mine lives right near it. His wife is like dangerously celiac, and I guess that's gluten free there or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. and it's no, like no gluten in chicken. Like it's it's the way I make it. Perfectly <laughs> fine. I'll eat I'll okay. eat I'll eat a chicken dinner from anywhere, but there's something about chalet, chalet that barbecue. hits it every time. I hear you. Best bagel. I'll eat either or. Yeah. I'll eat, like it's, I, I need to really dedicate myself to like a month of St. V, then maybe a month of Fairmount to really be like, okay, I've decided my favorite. Oh, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have skin in the bagel game other than that Montreal is superior to New York. And That's Toronto. fair. I don't have an individual I, I need, spot. I need I, to eat one in New York to be – I've had someone bring one back, and I ate no. it. It's a like, good doughy. bagel, it's too no, but not, it's not – yeah, I prefer the Montreal one. Yeah. Smoke meat, I go Schwartz every time. Okay. Yeah. I always preferred it to the main, although I, I do think it's very, it's very sad that it All closed, right. but my number two – is probably Snowden Deli. That was Snowden yeah. Deli is an all-time great. So Snowden Deli and Shelly Barbecue are two of my family's go-to, yeah. which might just be the fact that we're Hebrews, but <laughs> unbelievable Snowden Deli. I took my wife when we started dating, yeah, and she ordered a smoked meat sandwich, and she asked for no mustard, and the person almost had a fucking stroke. Yeah, that's strange. You know, I love it. 
I love it. But dude, you've like, been to Walensky. Yeah, I have they, been to Walensky. And they're like, no, we're no not. No substitutions. Yeah, we're, go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, and isn't it like if it. you ask for it, no mustard, they'll make it, but they'll charge you. That's great. Hell yeah. In oh, those places like Walensky's. We'll charge you an extra dollar to not put mustard on. Yeah, I love it. And it's so uncomfortable in there. Yeah. It is like on a, purpose. It's turnover. It's a fucking Jewish it's like the, 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 sitting. You at, eat. And yeah. you get out. Sitting at the counter, and Nazi you're just situation. like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. And like, they're just like looking. They're at eyeing you. you. Absolutely. I was there one time when they were filming some like cooking show, mm-hmm. and there was like the dude he's been working there, and he, they had him on like the soda section, and they're like, "Can we get you doing this?" And this guy's like rattled. He's like trying to mix it. He's spilling things. Yeah. I was like, "This is not what this place is about." No. But during that filming, they film me in a very unflattering way, eating a sandwich. Oh. So I can't remember what show it was, but my, my pick my pick for hot take, Shelly Barbecue, best coffee in the city. I love it. Don't yeah. hate me because you ain't me. Love me because you want more of me. Whoa. Yeah. Question number two yeah. to you, James McGee. Oh. Who is the star of Sesame Street? The star of Sesame to Street? I To you. The first name was Elmo. Elmo. I, You're a little bit younger, man. Yeah, he, here's the deal. Like I didn't, I didn't really grow up watching Mm-hmm. Sesame Street, it's like a periphery thing. If I had to pick like who I'd be into the most, maybe like Big Bird or Snuffleupagus. Okay. But like then as an adult, you're like, well, Oscar the Grouch is my guy. Right. There are new right? characters now. Are there? Like I'm I'm Buddy. I'm I'm out of the I'm out of the loop. The fucking on, roster has expanded. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. You should see all the Sesame Street collision. Those yeah. like <laughs> the those, Friday night. I didn't spend a lot of time watching like a lot of those kid shows, like Mr. Rogers or Mr. Dress Up. Like it just wasn't I was just like Saturday more like the Ninja Turtles, like mm. G.I. Joe. Yeah, like that's that I, w- I, w- I wanted like the action based cartoons, yeah. Saturday morning superstars. Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah, featuring no. Tugboat versus the Barbarian. The Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. In a match that you did not like. <laughs> Question number three. What piece of media has been formative in your life? Piece yeah. of media? Yeah, so formative? That, so that, that's to say, like, yeah, that's it. Like, a, a album you listen to, book you read, movie you watch. Oh. Wrestling match? Yeah. Match that you watch where you were just sort of, like, changed how oh, you, like... Oh, I'll tell you, like, a piece of media. I, like, I think this was the moment I was like, oh, I want to be a performer in, like, the field of comedy. Like, growing up, I can't remember what channel it was, but we would get, like, um, reruns of, like, classic SNL episodes. Okay. Um, so I got exposed to these, like, like the not-ready-for-prime-time-player-era mm-hmm. SNL pretty early on. And when uh, John Belushi did his impersonation of Joe Cocker doing um, – with a little help from my friends. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, his yeah. physicality – like, I look back on it now, it's like, oh, this is the perfect performance – the impersonation's on point. He sings it well. He's fully committed. There's like, he does one thing for a laugh, and it's like this. I guess he's making light of Joe Cocker's alcoholism at the time, because Joe Cocker would often like spasm and stuff yeah, on stage, yeah. kind of right. like an eccentric performer. Like, cr- like his arm is like crouched one way, trying mm-hmm. to drink a beer, and he does like a full spin and lands on his stomach. And I was like, I remember going to my trampoline, impersonating, trying to get the spin. I look back now, it's like that was that was it. That's great. So was, glad that, I had an that answer era, for that like, one. I, I, that was really good. That was great. And I was just going to say, it was like, when you talk about just like, yeah, playing nothing for laughs, I always think about just like that and like the Blues Brothers sketches. Oh, like the yeah. The Blues Brothers sketches are the like. The bees? Like, like, like the Blues Brothers sketches is like, like Dan Aykroyd does a funny dance. Like there's no real inherent comedy. I find yeah, that those, very. But those are, those are the best. But I find they're really funny. Like, yeah. like just like, because you're like, oh, I'm like entering into like this world that I don't understand. But there's some, but there's some, <laughs> there's some sketches that are fucking funnier because they don't there's no it sounds counterintuitive they don't fucking go fishing for a yeah. punchline yeah. there's a kids in the hall sketch that always 
sits with me. It's this weird black and white sketch. It's like four minutes long. And then just halfway through, it's really dark and very serious. And then halfway through, Scott Thompson just pounds the table and yells, I want soup! And it's just so funny because it's so starkly contrasted to everything else. That always stuck with me. Yeah. I just always fucking come back to that yeah. every time. That's like with SNL, like a lot, like even current day, they don't end on blow lines a lot. No. They but just kind they, of end. They, yeah, which is so interesting when you're. Do you do a lot of sketch or is it mostly. You oh, I used forth? to. If I do sketch now, it'll be like solo sketch. And a okay. lot of times, like, I'll use that as a reference point. Like, doesn't need to be a blow line. Let's just have like a moment of finality. Right, right, and right. And if there's a satisfying ending. Sure. God, God bless it. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like, the, especially if you're writing sketch comedy, there's there's such an onus you're on You're chasing like, the dragon. Yeah, yeah, you got to finish yeah. on such a... Because, you know, I come from a stand-up background, so it's like finish on this fucking huge yeah. laugh and then get the fuck out. But sometimes in sketch, you just got to let it be like, this, we're done now. Oh, yeah, and improv similarly, like our techs, and we'll try to like... If we have a blow line, it's like, okay, we'll shut it down there. Let's get out while the getting's good, and our tech will pull the lights at the same time too. But then sometimes, like, well, we're not finding it. If we have some type of ending, at least it's better than nothing. We're sketched. Like for me, it's mostly like, what can I do to find a motor in this? Like, right. can I can I bring things back? Can I find a little game here? But yeah, those sketches, like sometimes they just like it just ends and goes to applause, and they'll cut to some video or well, they'll that, go to the, commercial. The first thing that th- made me think of that was the 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 Chevy Chase like dropping the newspapers oh, yeah. sketch. But exactly, that's. Like, I think he just like figures it out and leaves, right? Like, that's, like that's the bit is him like fumbling with newspapers for like two minutes. That, that Gilda Radner and Steve Martin piece where it's black and they're just dancing. That's the yeah. sketch. And I yeah, think like yeah. you look back on those early weird days of Saturday Night Live, like oh we're just gonna try stuff. Yeah, we're just gonna try stuff. Which I have yeah. so much so which much is, respect which, for some. Yep. Yeah, stuff. which is fun before they fucking they find a formula and then they just pound it to death. Like it's fun to really all oh, like the game shows yeah. and the talk oh, shows. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, SNL is the WWE of comedy. Absolutely. It's a great comparison. I agree. I agree. Um, question four. Mad TV's the impact. Oh, hell. <laughs> hell, yeah. Wow. Mad TV is definitely wow. impact. Yeah. <laughs> like current day. Yeah. Strange. How, how rough are those crowds? That's it weird. It feels eh? like I... I can't watch it because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just like the commentary makes me physically like I can't. Yeah, like it makes me uneasy. I'm it, a big I'm a big commentary nerd. Yeah, I don't know sure. why. I like I like you, it. You mentioned you don't watch New Japan. Kevin Kelly has been covering yeah. the New Japan desk for like the last five years. Yeah, he's he sounds like an old pissed off baseball commentator yeah. when the when the bad guys cheat. He's like, this is unacceptable. Like, yeah, I really I love that. But then like Vic Joseph at the Impact desk makes yeah. me like. I do, like, I do like sh- Booker. Oh. Like he's just so insane. Oh. Like it's in NXT. He doesn't know who anyone is. It's I like, love it. Oh. I love it. It's kind of like when these like sports commentators are past their due date yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like I kind of like when things are rough around the edges. Sometimes, like again with WWE, the issue is things are too pristine. Sometimes, like, absolutely, I would like, agree. With leave that. room for things to be like a little gritty. It's interesting. Yeah. Like we talk about wrestling's like, the best when there's a little sloppy. You go back and watch like the yeah. golden age of anything. You're like, oh, this is a mess. Rough. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the best. It's like, yeah, it was like the, the the hockey thing. Like like yeah. Bob Bob Cole, like late era Bob Cole. Bob he Bob didn't Cole. know what was happening. Oh, no, yeah. but it was he had no concept. He didn't know players. He'd be like the Montreal player, and you're like, Pfft. yeah, yeah, but, but we but, love but, him. But, yeah, but this guy. But first of all, the voice is just like amazing voice. Saturday but, night watching that's hockey. What with my family is this, this like. guy. I, but he had no concept of what was happening in the game. But he was so excited. He was so earnestly. You could hear he had a fucking love. 
Oh yeah, Bob, for what was happening. He didn't know who the guy was. It's like JR but he was excited. now. Like, with, yeah, like, but, but like, he's pissed off all the time. He's like, hold the tag rope. Yeah. What are the rules? Goes, JR, hey, JR I, getting mad him. at the. I'm with him. Nah. JR getting mad at the indie and anything that's like indie style wrestling. Just like, what was the point of that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. saying it on the. Yeah, thing. I love that. You like, need those old times. You're just gonna right? kick out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just like you hear him on the mic. But, but saying, that's fun. That's a fun contrast to a guy like Excalibur, who's used to calling PWG like. This move. This move. This move. This move. Oh my god. This move. Like. It's fun yeah, back and forth. But then you, like, you look back to me. Why do they my, call my, them the Golden Lovers? My favorite duo ever is Monsoon and Jesse the Body. Oh, and, interesting. Like, they're like they're not calling like a, they're just no. like arguing about yeah, cheating yeah. and stuff. And then like, will you stop? Yeah, like yeah. Vince, uh, Vince and Jesse, a great tandem. Monsoon and Heenan, great tandem. Vince and Jesse are the fucking battle of the voices. Oh, Those yeah. voices together, it's just something. That like that sound is what wrestling was at that time. Yeah, yeah. It's a big beefy. Vince is doing his like, what am I over? And Jesse's like, he's got one, two. No, that'll be it. Venture is just like, listen to me, McMahon. Like, just like... They're, they're not talking about the action, but yeah, maybe yeah. that's why I am the way that I am now. It's because, like, everyone, once, like, they find their time period, it's like, I miss that mm-hmm, stuff, too. For sure. So, in, you know, 20 years from now, people are like, oh, I remember Ricochet was... <laughs> <laughs> he used to do so many flips. Yeah. Ricochet could do a flip outside the ring and land on his feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was... That's objectively cool. <laughs> it's yeah. super cool. That was very cool. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a baller move. Yeah. But let's uh, see his promo. Yeah. <laughs> see, well, let's him explain. Like it. the worst. This is the worst. When you talk about like liking what you like. Like I, I've loved. I loved before the budget got cut. Lucha Underground. So like to me. Oh, I enjoyed that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, before, yeah. like like season one and season two. It's kind of like that Wrestling Society X. Remember that? Oh, that was like, awful. That weird it was so bad. MTV thing. Yeah. They, but, yeah. but Lucha Underground was good, and that's what I was saying. I was like, like to me, like Ricochet. Even though he was Ricochet before and Ricochet afterwards, I was like, I liked him better as Puma. King Puma. Damn. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't speak, and he there was no, speak, there was no onus on you're him. You're on an island of your own, Keith. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did you watch all of Lucha Underground? I didn't watch a second of Lucha. So Underground. You're missing out. You're missing out. No, but you, you honestly, if ever like, I'd probably prefer it over watching like AAA or CMLL. It's well, because the thing is, is that like, there's especially the first two seasons, all the vignettes and whatever are filmed kind yeah. of like aping the Robert Rodriguez style. The backstage things are like filmed with like cameras on dollies and whatever, and like dingy offices and smoky stuff. Like yeah. the world of Lucha Underground is, yeah, I like, like actual I, lore. Is, yeah. I, is, I like is Robert things. Rodriguez film. Like MCU adjacent. Well, that's what we try to do with Battle War for sure. Like the things that someone said to me recently, like, oh, it's like alternate universe Mm -hmm. wrestling. Like you guys don't follow anything that anyone else does. It's like, well, it's by design. We like. And Lucha Underground did the exact same thing. You're like, I like you like, uh, I mean, again, he's been canceled. But like when Joey Ryan showed up, he was not Joey Ryan, the wrestler. He was Mm -hmm. Joey Ryan, the private detective who was there like on a case who was like, I was like. And that's, that's like they're very so, similar to Chikara. Like Chikara yeah. existed in its yeah. own strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but, but Chikara got really out of hand. With there was time the, travel, timelines and time travel. Oh yeah, like, like Quack like tried stuff. Like it wasn't for me, but yeah. like Quack's a comic book guy. Like yeah. he's doing his version Multiverse of that. And it's like and yeah, it's 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 all I love, good. I think I think my favorite thing that, that sort of stuff that happened in Lucha Underground though is that characters died. Yes, yeah. they right? did. Like characters died and came and then, back like, as other characters. Oh well, wow, okay. Exactly. And then but then like in season one a character like died right like he yeah. got killed, and in season two like now there's two wrestlers who are cops investigating the the missing persons case. I was and like, people just buy it. Yeah, yeah, and I was like this is perfect. I was like yeah. this is like 
and somehow they have to wrestle. I was like, of course, yeah, of they, course do. they do. <laughs> like, he's cop saying he can't just walk around. Yeah, exactly. Questions. They're just sort of like he's like, <laughs> if I beat you, like you give me the answers. yeah, you give me information. I need and information. I like, You're gonna have to beat me in a submission <laughs> match. He's like, you know yeah, exactly. what? I was like, fair, I, I absolutely ate fair. it up. I was yeah. like, I loved it. it. And and also they they again they they filmed everything and they they cut matches together to be as impactful as yeah. possible. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, it's like kind of like pandemic-era WWE. But it's less... Yeah, but it looked like wrestling. It didn't look like fucking them just walking around a farm and yeah. summoning chicken wings and, you know, yeah, yeah. They, 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 telekinesis like I said, I feel and like they, they, filmed, they filmed it like a... They filmed it as a live event, but then they had the benefit of being like, we have three cameras on this. What's yeah. the best angle on this movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they, they always, like, instead of having to be... It kind of looked like in the clips that I've seen, like... When you watch like a TV show, like when Family Matters or Boy Meets World had wrestling episodes, exactly it was filmed right. like yeah. wrestling within, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. know, what's Vader is fighting Corey Matthews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a reference. That's my favorite match. That's Corey Matthews. Corey Matthews fighting Vader. Vader, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, question number four, or four, I should say, come from uh, Kat Preston and Kenny Struley. They're. Uh, from the mainline yep. Rocky Horror mm-hmm. show. Yep. Uh, they wanted to know what's the craziest thing you've ever done to get out of a commitment. So if it was like to get out of, like, say, a test, to get out of work, to to, to flake on something, but you're oh, just sort of like, I have a, I, a cockamamie scheme to get out of some sort of a pride. God, pride I, I this one I might hit a wall. I don't think I've ever done anything. Great. Like I've never broken a commitment. <laughs> yeah, well, I I definitely have, but it's usually like ah, oh, something came up. Like we yeah. all you, you know repeat the same lies. Like I've told people forever, like when they want to get out of something, I say. Just say there's an emergency. No one really asks. They're yeah. like, oh, I hope everything's okay. And an emergency is very subjective. Emergency could sure. be a car crash. Emergency could be I shit my pants. Emergency could be, emergency could be no, I really need no a chalet one, barbecue like, yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one follows up. What kind of emergency, though? Uh, I, I'm too deeply saddened to talk about it, yeah. right? Um, if, is there anything crazy i've done to get no i like actually, high school high school jimmy none of that none oh of well you know like i was not really known for skipping class i skipped okay. class once ever and as i had like an economics test that i or maybe history that i desperately needed to pass for my overall average and i skipped class and when they donuts um <laughs> and it's like okay i'll have more time to do the the exam it's not even crazy it's like so pedestrian like it's like yeah Everyone's skipping class to go, like, smoke cigarettes. Or You're going to skip class to study Make more. love underneath the bleachers. Yeah. I'm, like, skipping class. I'm getting, I like, like that you think that high school students yeah, are like making love. Yeah, like the 1960s yeah, Americana. Yeah, I want to believe, I wanna I wanna believe that they are making love. And they're not, exactly. they're not doing the dirty. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have, like, I don't have a classic crazy get out of Eating thing. donuts and studying for the economics. Yeah, because I just feel like subtle is better. I've absolutely lied to get out of things. I remember one time... I was there was someone who I think was interested in me romantically and I didn't share those feelings and a friend of mine a friend yeah we can you make love with me under the bleachers (laughs) um meet me on the Loyola campus uh I was a friend of mine to move back to town and they needed help setting up like their Ikea bed or something so this this person who I think was uh uh, hot to trot on me was like hey do you want to go see the x-men movie and I was like well I'm actually helping a friend set up like a an Ikea bed tonight but you know I'm walking by if you want to like chat or something and then I sent it and I was and she she never answered me um and then we had a mutual friend who was like oh yeah she was bothered by that um I was what? like I was like when I sent it only in retrospect did I realize it sounded so much like a fake excuse 
Like, yeah, I can't go out tonight. I'm helping a friend set up a bed. It seems like something someone would invent. Right. Like, this is foolproof. I've got a friend. i got to set up a bed. Yeah. But it ends up being you, real. You can't do an Ikea bed yeah. by yourself. But then, you interestingly enough. Even I the instructions my, are like, get another person. Yeah. Oh, I won't, I, won't use the, I won't use the Ikea stuff. It's too difficult to set up. I'm a Canadian tire guy. <laughs> but my friend, when I asked, like, oh, I hope she wasn't. Like, Finally, another canvas fan. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> My friend said to me after I asked, like, oh, was she upset? She's like, oh, well, she came around, and then she said, it's fine. I probably shouldn't be dating guys that I could bench press. Which I thought was quite a good line. Like, I'm I'm comfortable enough with myself as a – But that's uh, a cognitive dissonance thing. It's like, he doesn't want to fuck me? Well, he's too uh, thin, Which is like, you know what? It's totally fine by me. It's like, hey, look, if you want to be mad and I didn't do anything wrong, more power to you. Bet you couldn't even – Put that bed together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I didn't do a great job. I'll say that. So, yeah, my crazy excuse was a real excuse. Real excuse. Yeah. And then uh, turn the tables on our future guest. Uh, What question do you want to ask them? Yeah, I feel like I might might go with something like culinary-based. Yeah, most of my – yeah, how about – how about w- what what is uh, Montreal's best non-fast food chain hamburger? Like there could be Ooh, multiple of these uh, in the city, but it can't be like a McDonald's or a Burger King so or we're Harvey's. Looking, we're looking for a Uniburger. We're looking for an M Uniburger is my number one. Yeah, that's Uniburger is like I remember when that place first opened, and I was eating the burger, and I I went to the counter I was like, "Can you make me another one?" Oh, while eating. Oh, while eating, and then I was like, "Man, I hope this place lasts." What's your go-to order at Uniburger? Oh, just the double Uniburger, and I'll get them to add. Um, caramelized onion mm. yeah like i think i think the caramelized onion is is uh, onion on a burger i think is crucial absolutely i, think it's crucial. I, I, I personally here we go to, have to go here we go yeah is the it's, that's the 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 question is a non-chain burger but no it has multiple locations this is the, like i almost Uniburger wonder has multiple locations. well i i was just like I'm, I'm, we ta- I'm taking the national or global chains <clears throat> off the board like it there can be multiple in montreal okay. but it's got to be a montreal <laughs> location so straight using yeah my legal i think that's a totally fine I choice yeah. I, I think that uniburger i'll tell you who has an underrated burger I think McKibbins has a great burger. McKibbins has a wonderful burger. Their menu is good. Their menu Talk is good. Okay. They're also uh I went to the McKibbins on <laughs> I went to the McKibbins on Prince Our Arthur. One was yeah. And I had a fucking I had a burger and I was I was not expecting this burger to be so good. Yeah. I was eating this burger, I was like, I had a fucking pub food? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was delicious. McKibbins got like like Indian food on there on curry, their, they have a delicious yeah, like curry. The, their food is is great. You yeah. know one of my favorite Air quote burgers because it was it was a lamb burger, but lamb lamb burgers are burgers. Yeah, but the lamb burger at whatever what what was the place before it was Fiddler's before Fiddler's Green, and now it's nothing. You know what I mean? You know you know what place I'm talking about? On Bishop. On Bishop, yeah. Oh, I don't Keith. McGib is some some some. Yeah, I've had too many some long some Irish there. some Irish pub whatever. Their right. lamb burger, the place before Fiddler's Green was there. Their lamb burger was. I, I was a thing that I was cra- I would crave and go there and be like, I want your lamb burger. Mm-hmm. But I will qualify that this question's got to be a beef hamburger. Okay. It can't oh, be like okay. a crispy chicken sandwich. It yeah. can't be an impossible burger. It's got to be yeah. beef. Because then you're going to get another shallow barbecue yeah. rant, and then it's going to be – I don't think yeah. it can be vegan. I think it's got to be like – What if they are vegan? Then, like, then they have to abstain oh, and fucking then, figure then it out. If they're vegan, the city's uh, – Best vegan burger, but that yeah. would that feels it's like a A and W kind of yeah. yeah yeah but like a like all these chains just use 
like burgers that another company is. Sure. Like, What's it's in just, a, what a, the biggest glow up of all time? They used to try a tofu burger, didn't take, and then they're like, it's an impossible burger. And people are like, okay, it's not tofu. Well, I think I people, know, but they people, fucking, people, but they they just rebranded what it is. They made a goo and they even injected with like fake blood. What's in it? Which is weird. It's like I've never goo. I've never been eating burgers thinking like I wish it was bloody. Like no one's eating burgers. Like I could use a bit of simulated blood. But you just, but it's a little bit. There's like a juiciness. I yeah. mean, that, that's but there, there's they're weird. There's weird the focus testing. Like apparently they could have got rid of the Dorito and the Cheeto dust years ago, but yeah. they chose not to for the experience. Yeah, Cheeto which finger. Is, you know what which I, mean? I think is I, it's insanity. I, like. Licking, licking Cheeto, sucking Cheeto dust off fingers is one of the most sickening visuals in my. It's just, it's your fingers are like, you know, I I have a bad habit of sometimes like you know like chewing my fingernails or something, and I yeah. catch myself like, oh, this is disgusting, and I feel ashamed of myself. Yeah. So like when people are like, oh, great, sweet chili heat, oh, and it's like with like Cheeto dust or Dorito, it gets. Caked on, yeah, like yeah. You, if you could, scrape you add a little bit of moisture and it just, it just yeah, congeals. It just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could scrape it off with your teeth, yuck. So that's my question. <laughs> anyway, I'll go shake teasing. Yeah, you, you're. That's a great choice. I mean, I was, I, I'm, I'm following McGee on the yes. Uniburger train, my dude. Yeah, Uniburger is good. It's, it's, it's so the, damn. We're, so, I'm telling you, we're so lucky to have that place. Yeah. Even if it's not your favorite, we're so damn lucky. Well, I like because they have their. There's the. It's not called Uniburger, but it's Uniburger. There's the one in the Cathcart that I can get on my... Oh, yeah. There used to be a Uniburger there. I think it's just called Burgers. But it's still Uniburger. <laughs> oh, it is? It is still a Uniburger. If you if you go there, the yeah. your, your your credit card will say Uniburger. Yeah. The receipt says Uniburger. I think they just opted to change the branding. Well, there's some other place. And it it's certainly called tastes like, like a Uniburger. I think it's called like Lemburger. I think the metro closest is maybe like Bobian. It's okay. very much that same like... A little Alapostroff? Yes. Alapostroff. That one's pretty good. I went to this place right near Concordia last week. Patty Slaps or something like that. Yeah, super new. It's very cool and hip in there. And I liked it, but it was almost like the sauce they put on. Like, I don't want an oversauced burger. Yeah. I want to taste, like, meat and stuff. I'll tell you these, like, types of burgers I can't stand is, like, Notre Boeuf de Grasse and yeah. Baton Rouge. Like, any burger that comes with, like, a giant toothpick in yeah, it or yeah. the knife, it's like, ugh. I always, like, rip a bit of the meat off just to taste it. Otherwise, I just feel like it's it's – it's for Marks. It's too, too much that's shit. A, that's too a burger for Marks. For Marks. If you're eating those, if too much, too much shit going grass, on. Bell and Book. It's an overbooked burger. You're a Mark. It's you're an overbooked burger. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't think a burger needs to be enormous. I think yeah. it's got to be like you go smash or just reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Where did we go, Sarah, that had the really, really good smash burgers that we freaked out oh, about? Yeah. Uh, no. They do have a good burger. Yeah, yeah, was, they do yeah, have a good yeah, yeah. burger. Drink, drinkery smash burger. A little like, saucy. It's a little saucy, but, but it is good. But a smash burger, I feel you yeah. can get away with saucy because you're kind of in another – you're in a thin we situation. It was a little saucy. Yeah. Dude, sometimes oh. I'll eat a burger. I just want onions and pickle and cheese. That's, That's good. It. That's a great call. Yeah. That's a great call. Uh, wrapping it up, we're – Yeah. What do, we, what do we got? You're still doing it at home with James? Still doing it. We, yeah. we started five nights a week during the COVID times, uh-huh. then around the 2021 times, three nights a week. Then everyone went back to work, including myself, Monday, 9 p.m., twitch.tv slash at home with James. One of the least successful shows on Twitch. <laughs> a, You're going a, up against Raw. A small – yeah, I know. We're, uh, this is the true Monday Night Wars. Small, loyal fan base. We did like a live edition of the show mm-hmm. this past March was awesome. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll do another one around Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. 
Uh, and obviously, was check your stuff out at Montreal Improv. Montreal Improv, Variations It was the Improv Performance the I- Center. Yes. Was it that or is it something lame? It was the IPC, no. The IPC, uh, you yes. find me at the IPC. It's going to launch in 2024. Mm-hmm. I'm around uh, Theater VME at Variations Mile End and uh, Battle War. And Battle War. Yeah, a man Oops. of Montreal. A ma- ma- man about town. Yeah. Uh, Lolly, you got any dates you want to throw our way? Holy shit! Yes, <laughs> I, I knew this was. I knew this was. I knew this was coming. And again, I, this was already. Yeah, yeah. It's always like I fuck th- me. I genuinely thought you were getting your calendar out. Uh, no, so uh, I'm going to be in Sarnia, Ontario, on the, the kissing fourth. capital of Canada. Actually, yes. How do you? How what? I'm just telling you, it is. It's a place where many people make love. You just got <laughs> under the bleachers. Love. Under the bleachers, anywhere you want. <laughs> to, to watch the Sarnia sting. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's the um, only thing I know about Sarnia. Yeah, it's the same. Sarnia uh, so I'm going to be in Sarnia <laughs> the fourth and the fifth. Capital of Canada. Uh, and then uh, you can catch me on the third floor on the eleventh. And then I am going to be back in Ottawa December eighth and ninth for Yuck Yucks. Awesome, awesome, buddy. And then follow all the socials. My dates will you pop know. up. You Lolly know. 514, baby. Baby. Uh, James, where do we find you? I guess. Do you have a social? Instagram, Instagram. It's James McGee. It's a private account. No creeps allowed. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Nice. Fancy. No, I, I, you know, I don't want uh, If you're going to get access, you got to be on the VIP list. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it. creeps. Yeah, that's it. Message yeah. him with what his favorite burger is, and then you'll get access. Oh, man. If you want to talk to me about burgers anytime, anywhere. <laughs> exactly. You, that's yeah. how you get, that's yeah. how you get access to That's we how love you seduce it. me, and we'll, we'll, we'll make love chatting about food. James, thanks for coming out. That was Thank awesome. you for having me. I love it. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um... Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something. A uh, big thank you, as always, to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude, who provided our theme songs. And, of course, a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show. Uh, Walter J. Ling, who technically retired, but still sometimes hosts. Uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Korber, and uh, Ines Anaya uh, all, are all amazing co-hosts, and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing Go Blog Yourself uh, as one of your From the Millions of Podcasts. And have a beautiful day. Thank you. 905.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.